welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Arthur Refugees Podcast. Ted here. John here. We are here. We're trying. We're trying some new things. So maybe it won't be as it won't be as smooth. But um, John, how was your weekend? Pretty as hell. We look pretty as hell. Uh, we uh, we've got we've got some new displays. Yes. We've gotten uh, we've got a really cool uh, B-roll video uh, that our producer Brian has put together, and I spent about I don't know thirty minutes listening to stock music. <laughs> oh, cool! We're reversed. This is John. That is Ted. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. All right, we're trying our best, folks. We're trying to do some new things, some different things. Some things that maybe aren't as, uh, um, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for, John? I don't know. Practiced, rehearsed. Yes. Accurate. Yes, yes, that's true. Brian's gonna fix it on the fly. That's how. That's how. That's how serious this is. Anyway, what's what's uh? How was your weekend, Ted? I think I know the answer to this question. Uh, what what could you what could you possibly mean, John? I don't know what you're talking about. I I I, I, I don't know. I. I <laughs> It might have been the first Richmond Kickers game I've watched uh, all season. So yeah, so I'm gonna blame you then for for what happened. Go for it. What happened? So yes, uh, the Richmond Kickers lost um, two to one to Chattanooga. It was not fun. It was not a, not a good way to end the year. Uh, <clears throat> I have hope. I have hope that uh, I was I, I was kind of talking with some friends. It does feel it, it feels very uh, very like almost like I got a little bit of deja vu after the game because I have been telling myself that. Like oh you know well if we don't make it as the as they were kind of continuing to slide a little bit um, I was telling myself oh they'll you know we'll we'll get them you know well at least we have a lot to build on we have a lot to build on this year uh, it's apparently not uh, but then I thought well I'm like shoot it's like what I've been thinking about with DC for <laughs> the past like ten years like it, like you know hey we got something to build on something to build on and then they have like you know 2017. Um, or you know, I I guess this year wasn't really a build on year. This was a retooling year. But yeah, Ted, Ted, what was what position were they last year? What was their what was their standing on the table? I think they were D, DLF uh, or very very close to it. They they were they were either eighth or ninth. I can't really remember. And this year they're likely they're they're one out of the playoff spot, right? So five. Yes. Well, they so funny enough they they if they had held to the original format of four teams, they would have made the playoffs because I think they finished third or fourth. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I know there was like some weird scenarios as far as like how how they finish and everything. But uh, so I mean, yes, it was it was a great improvement. Uh, the new coach Darren Schwatsky has done a lot, and actually it it, it leads into DC and and what I think I I have seen firsthand bringing in a new coach uh, can do. Um, I I was very much uh, vocally against uh, what the owner Matt Spear did in, in letting David Bulow go last year. They brought in Darren Swatsky and uh, and things. Uh, things look look a lot better. Um, so I, I'm I am encouraged. I am very very much encouraged. So um, you should be. And Ted, this was my gift for you for letting you lead the show off with Richmond Kickers news for for three minutes. So now, now it is time to transition to the thing that we're we here. Are, we're here to which talk we about pay the bills. So so he gives me the gift of like of of talking about the Richmond Kickers. He doesn't let me talk about all in September when they are lighting it up. When uh, when uh, Emilio Terazaki, by the way, the Golden Boot winner for League One, is scoring a bunch of goals and 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 things are looking great. I'm riding high, but when I'm at the lowest, lowest, lowest point. So think about that, folks. Think about that. This is the first time they've been interesting to me because they lost in a way that was so ridiculous at the end and very crushing. So from the neutrals' perspective. 
Also, the fact Connor Doyle plays in USL League One as a midfielder. I knew, I knew you were going to bring that up. I knew and he you played the whole 90 minutes. It was amazing. I was. Oh. He, he looks older. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's 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 talk about the happy one. Funny enough, when, when at the end of this game, I thought. I thought uh, this means that the kickers are going to lose because the soccer gods are—they are real, they are mean, they are vicious. They do not take any prisoners, and they will break your heart. Um, I believe in them; they are true, they are real, um, and this—and this just uh, this just shows it. Uh, but let's talk DC. Uh, let's talk about. Um, uh, uh, okay, John, can, are, are we starting to feel pop? By the way, we're repping our repping. I see. We're, no, you're not repping your shirt, man. I know you have your shirt. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> I do. I do. Here's the problem with my shirt. Oh, it's inside out. The problem with my shirt is uh, it goes almost to my knees. It's like a it's like an old school dress. So, I, I think producer uh, Brian had like know, a. I don't know how well it's going to display. Yeah, it's long. We'll see. We'll see how that. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna order another one. I don't even know this. One. It did display okay. I'm gonna order another one that is less like a dress, and then I will wear it occasionally. Although I was curious if we were gonna do this, like. I don't know if you're in the chat. I'd be curious to know what you guys think. Is wearing your own podcast shirt on your podcast like wearing the T-shirt of the band at the concert? Like if you're going to see the band and you wear a T-shirt of the band at the show, is it similar? I feel like it's similar. <laughs> but if everyone says in the chat that actually it's cool, don't worry about it, then I'll start wearing. See, well, this I feel like is- I feel like I had to rep the shirt because. I just got it in the mail. It just arrived in the mail. My wife was actually very disappointed I didn't get her one. So I might ask you to do another <laughs> another T-shirt drive. Um, but I, I didn't think she'd want a we pod- may do another. I think if we do one, if we do one, we're going to do a hey, – here's a couple things we're going to do. If you got a shirt and you liked it, awesome. If you didn't get a shirt and you wish you got a shirt, that's – I'm talking to you now. Uh, we're going to do it differently where it's not like buy this shirt in 30 days or, or, yeah. or else – uh, because that requires me to tweet like 9,000 times in the last five days. Um, also, we're going to offer more options like sweatshirts since it's getting cold. Maybe masks. Maybe short shorts. I don't know yet. But at least we're going to do t-shirts again and we're going to do sweatshirts as it gets cold. So keep on guard for that. Also, please, if you have a, have a, if you have a t-shirt, send us a picture of you in the t-shirt. Uh, we've already gotten, I think, one or two. I know we sold a lot more than that. So make sure you send them to me and I will... Uh, do stuff with them. I don't know. I'll put them on Instagram or something. We need the content. Yes. Help us create the content. Yes. Um, Look at that. We're, we're fixed now, by the way. We are now we are now correctly labeled <laughs> on YouTube. I am me and you are you. Good. And now we can talk about this team. Lord, Lord knows I don't want people confused. Um, I mean either, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's, talk, uh, let's talk DC. Uh, let's talk about uh, a 2-1 victory over Atlanta. Um, I was thinking this is the first time we've beaten them in Mercedes Benz, right? I'm pretty sure correct. this has. That's yeah, correct. we we beat them when they played at the Bobby Dodd, I think the Georgia Tech uh, football stadium. Um, but this was the first time we've actually beaten them in in the in the Mercedes Benz. Um, so that that was that was impressive and uh, and a good win. And uh, by the way, uh, DC now has a two game winning streak. I think for the first time this year, I'm going to go ahead Woo. and say confidently the first time this year. Uh, that is accurate. Yes, they have maybe positioned themselves into potentially sneaking into that. Would that be crazy if they snuck into that playoff spot? Wouldn't that be crazy? Would be crazy. They still have to. They still have, so they've got to win against. Now they've got to play a little bit better teams. Now and we'll talk about that later in the show. Yeah, uh, starting off with their first hard test against Columbus here on Wednesday. But um, anything's possible now. Yeah, this is a team. This is a team now playing with some confidence. So really, anything could happen. Yeah, they are. They're playing with confidence. They they look. They look like they belong on the field, and I think 
again, I think this is uh, I have to give credit to, to Chad Ashton. He has yep. just he has he has simplified this game for them. I think I think he just said, look, we're going to play this way. It's going to be simple. Um, we're not going to co- overcomplicate. We're not going to try to come up with some crazy scheme we're going to work on. No, we're just going to do this simply. And, uh, and and they're being successful with it. I think they're throwing teams off because I think, uh, you know, you, you look at uh, Philly pace Toronto FC 5 nothing, and D.C. Two, two weeks ago just tied them 2-2. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, 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 like, that's not nothing, um, I, I don't think. And uh, they did not, like, dominate this game. There were moments where Atlanta got in, but they, they did enough. Uh, they did enough to win. Um Let's talk about performances. Percent, uh, Bill Hamid percent possession, like you like you said. Yeah. I think there were there were definitely waves, um, but I mean there was there was there was uh, some elements of the Benny ball sort of like give the ball up in order to, to to have a strong defense. However, the difference is that they converted in their opportunities, and they got a little luck, and they didn't have any big huge individual errors, which they which plagued them all year. But let's let's talk about the they, game they lineup. They looked quick. They looked quick in transition, and they looked their decision making is just better. They look like they, a lot of times in this game, they they played the way you know they played the way they've been also played. But every time they would get to like that final third, there would be a missed pass, a missed opportunity. There was there was still that that happens, but there was a lot less of it, a lot less of it than there ever has been. It's it's kind of been the story. They they just look like they keeping themselves in the game. And and let's 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 start with Bill Hamid back in goal. Um, I thought he, he put in probably, I think his best performance uh, of the season, uh, by far, uh, I, I probably I, motivated to play against, uh, the, uh, U S goalie that he, uh, <laughs> that, he tor- that he torched to end his U S national team career. Yeah. But he had, he had a couple uh, point blank saves, uh, really nice saves. And those were the types of, of saves that kept this team alive and kept this team, you know, focused. Um, I'm, you know, if any one of those goes in, I think we're looking at a different story sort of in that first half. Um, and, and that's, that's good to see that, that is the Bill Hamid. That is the Bill Hamid that we need to see. Um, if, if, if we want to, if we want to really justify his, his, his salary that he has this season, this is what the Bill Hamid we want. Um, so that was uh, that. That was really good to see. Um, defensively, obviously, they they played a a, a four back ma- four man back line with Mora, Pines, um, Odiatsum, who had another I thought strong performance. I thought yep. he, him going forward was really good. Russell Canals playing sort of emergency central defense. Uh, I guess either Brilliant was on the bench. Uh, looks like maybe it was either resting. Uh, really, really shows he's a lot a, about he's 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 ill. He's ill. He's ill, and he's still day to day. Also. You know, we just talked about Doyatsum having really the run of his life. Unfortunately, he has a concussion now, so he's out on Wednesday. And who Jeez. knows? The injury bug has bitten again, and it's, it comes at just the worst time. Like goal aside, like he's been having consistent performances. The thing we always talk about on this team with young defenders, and Donovan Pines is was was my hobby horse on this at the beginning of the year, is they have up and down years, right? They'll have they'll have a good game, they'll have a bad game. They'll have a they'll have an incredible. 70 minutes, and then they'll have a goal-giving-up mistake. Uh, and Chris has had played really, really evenly well, and to the point where he was getting forward in the attack more than he had before. He was not making really any big mistakes on defense. Uh, we'll talk about the potential, if you want to consider his uh, the goal, Atlanta's goal being his fault or not. Um, but it just comes at a horrible time, and you feel for him, and you hope that this is one of those short concussion things and not one of those lingering ones. 
Yeah, that's that's rough. I had missed that. I had missed that um, that he, that he picked up a concussion. But it does say a lot, sort of, about how Ashton rates Alex Shoreberg that he's on the bench and he decides he wants to play Russell Canals as a defender. Um, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's because he knew, hey, defenders are scoring goals, so I bet Russell Canals is due for one. <laughs> <laughs> and sure, and sure enough, uh, a an excellent free kick from Julian Gressel. Um, I'm sure he was feeling maybe a little bit extra motivation. Um, against his old side, I think he had kind of a, a, a tongue a in cheek tweet um, that came out that's uh, said, but um, a really good service from him that finds the head of, of Russell Canals for the for the leading goal um, a little bit. Um, I think uh, uh, Brad was definitely uh, flummoxed it, I guess, a little bit um, and didn't and didn't really uh, do could have done better with it. But um, but yeah, uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, from from that game, why don't we talk? About, so the, the we talked about Russell Canals' goal. Uh, Gallagher once again, I believe he was the one who scored the first goal for Atlanta in the the last time we played them when we lost four nothing. I think he also opened the scoring. Yeah, and I believe at the time I said, "Who the hell is this guy?" Um, so now I can remember and say, "Oh yeah, it's the guy who scored on us last time." Um, it looked Chris Odoyatsum got on the wrong side of him uh, on his run. He got he did not get goal side. Um, and we he, that was what enabled uh, the header, uh, the goal scoring. So you put that, you say, you, I don't think that's a huge deal. I think the, the, all those opportunities were going to happen. They had they had a lot more of the ball in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was going to happen. But why don't we just get to the thing that matters the most? Yes, the thing why that matters. Why don't we get to the Why don't we get to the ninety second minute goal? A thing that would have <clears> not <throat> happened for this team in the past. Putting Eric Sorga's goal aside, that was sort of a freak occurrence. But this team has not had that sort of luck and that sort of you know opportunity to 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 make it happen and then late in the game and then i actually did it and we, we we've talked we've tweeted about it if you followed our twitter account you've seen it we've talked about it in a couple different ways but kevin paredes first touch on his assist i watched it just now like five or six times before the show started and i would say you know 70 percent of these united players on that touch it's going to go over the end line yeah they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're not gonna corral it well he, his first touch was to basically pop the ball up with some backspin and enable himself to control it and then lay it and then lay it square for Helman Rivas, who scored falling backwards it roofed it into the net it did not I don't think if you uh, I don't think if he was filming a video on proper shooting technique he would have <laughs> he would have demonstrated what he did but it went in he didn't go over the he didn't he did not he didn't uh, shoot it over the crossbar like we've seen a million times and pandemonium yeah um let's talk a little about kevin paredes's performance because just like i tweeted out that bill hamid has has done had a performance that's kept dc in this game and then they give up a goal uh so and then i I tweeted out you know there were a couple moments with kevin going down the going down the line and i I just remember one moment he got he got in a good position and it's almost like he got a little bit indecisive as to what he wanted to do with the ball tried to like do some dribbles maybe buy himself some time wait for some support um, didn't play the best ball and and it, and it rolled out for for a goal kick. Uh, so there were there were a couple moments there where I thought his decision making was a little off. He he wasn't making the the right play, uh, the play that I would I would want him to make uh, when he's in those positions. It almost seemed like he got a little uh, hesitant about you know dribbling at a player. If you don't have any other options and you know that you're you're, you're going to get a shot block, go at him. See see what happens. See if you can beat him. Um, and he, he didn't do that on a couple of occasions, and I, I thought those were missed opportunities. But like you said, I think he his uh, his touch almost uh, almost puts 
puts Lennon, I think it was Brooks Lennon who was defending him, uh, kind of puts Brooks Lennon like almost flat foots him because I think he like he almost like does sort of a long wind up where I think Brooks Lennon thinks, okay, maybe he's going to cross it. So I need to get ready to like try to block the cross. And then he like swings his foot, stops it and chips it. Like you said, puts that backspin on it. Um, and, and really a, just a nice assist. Uh, like I said, I think, I think Gelman did everything in his power not to score that goal. And he, he put it in the back of the net um, two one. And uh, I think you speak, speak a lot to that moment because you know, after they, after the after, uh, DC got that first goal. I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe we can sneak out a one nothing victory. We can choke off the game. Then when Atlanta scored, I was like, well, that 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 that's that's what's been happening all season. So that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, but maybe we can maybe we can hold on for for a draw, you know, and, and take a point, and you know, maybe we see some good performance things to talk about. And then there was that moment at the end, and it's like almost like it's been a while, I think, since we've had a moment like that. Um, that we've had a moment that's that's been that good. So. Um, yeah, so then we're gonna open the phone lines. Um, I think my f- video is like jumping in and out. Um, we'll have to we'll have to work on that, figure out what's going on with that. But um, yeah, I, I think that I think that, I, th- I think that's really all you can really talk about in this game. I don't know if there's any other performances. Moses Diamond uh, did not make the field, which was a little bit disappointing. I think, as some said, Junior Moreno uh, played played well in the center of fence. Yamil Assad with another pretty solid game. I thought um, nothing spectacular. Uh, but still kind of seems to be growing in that number eight role. Maybe he can become, maybe he can grow into that role. Uh, maybe that'll be a little bit of a surprise uh, move. Uh, I, I'm not sure, but um, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we we haven't really had a chance to talk about it too often. I think that that is something that um, a, a preseason will benefit him a lot, I think, in that perspective, seeing mm-hmm. he, he has been plugged into it and thrown into this opportunity and has done really well. Much he's made much more of an impact on the game than he has on the wings all season long, so I think it was a matter of like a is injuries, so we've got just a, a shortage of, of of midfielders, so that's probably a part of why he was pressed into it. But he wasn't making an impact, and I'm sure I, I believe the the change happened before Ben got fired, didn't it? I don't remember exactly the timeline. Yeah, I, I, maybe he played there. A little bit but I, I don't think he was I think he was pretty much reserved out to the wings so um, yeah yeah so I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that now that he's he's in this opportunity and I think that I think his chance to stay with the team and be a be a, an every game starter is there I don't I think we should be looking at both at the candidates we have the younger player candidates that we have like Griffin Yao and Kevin Paredes as 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 taking those minutes or in the next season bringing in somebody from the outside who's um, you know, faster, who can make more of an impact on the game, better cross or whatever. And maybe Yamil Asad has now has found a new role. Either way, um, it's it's great when you can. It's like found money. Yeah, we just we just found a twenty in our pockets. So let's hope it let's hope it works out. Yeah, and uh, so, what one other thing to one of this put us right? Like where does where are we now? Well, in, the, uh, in the whole scheme of things. Well, one other thing I wanted to mention too is Jordi Reyna made his appearance. So um, I'll be curious to see what kind of he didn't. I, he didn't have much of an impact on this game. He only got 11 minutes out there on the field. Um, but I mean, he, he he had a hockey assist on the on the winner. No, it was Mora. I think was the. Oh, so uh, th- secondary hockey assist. Secondary so, hockey so assist. He, he passed it to Mora, who passed it to. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. The 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 third the the third MLS assist. Um. But uh, you know, speaking not speaking last place, last yeah, we are no longer last place. Uh, we are now tied with LA. I'm not sure we have a negative 15. I don't know. If, I think it's total wins. 
So I think right now LA has five total wins, so I think they are technically ahead of us. Um, but yes, the uh, the team now is just three points out of uh, out of first uh, out of tenth place for that final playoff spot. John, 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 we, we we talked about this a lot, and we and we said we don't want this team, you know, getting tenth in the playoff. What does it mean? I mean, at this point. I mean, I, I I personally right now would be would be all for it if this team could figure out a way to sneak in. I mean, if that it's that if it's that tenth playoff spot, um, that would be that would be pretty crazy to see. They do have, like you said, a much more difficult Give schedule. Me that spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's um, more. I mean, it's more games. Yeah, it's more games, and 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 we 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 even though we don't believe that Chad Ashton is the long term solution, even if he gets us in the playoffs, I still don't think they're going to offer him the job next year. I don't. I just don't think they'll do it. Yeah. Um. We're playing with house money. Yeah. Like we, the, the players are enjoying themselves. We have uh, still a half of a roster. We're getting points. We're not going to win the MLS Cup, even if we got in the playoffs. Whatever. But it's another game. And you know, you Puts got in the conversation. I think it's all about what you get out of it, right? Like as long as you don't think that this means we're good, then let's let's get in. Yeah. And you know they've made the change, and and, and right now with the way they're playing, I mean if. if if they had, if this was back, if if they had been playing like this back, you know, a couple, you know, two weeks earlier than they did, you know, maybe we're having a having a different conversation about this season and 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 watching this team kind of kind of sneak sneak their way sneak their way into the playoffs. Um, you know, uh, who knows? Um, who knows? Who knows? Um, but they are they are three points back uh, right now. Even on games with everybody except Chicago, who is uh, at twenty one points, they are at nineteen. Uh, so that's something to watch uh, with three with not a lot of time left um, with three games left. Um, I, I would say they probably need to take. Uh, they also have the point they're not playing anybody who's sort of in those in those spots where they could maybe you know have a six point have a six point gap. Um, they you know maybe missed their chance against Chicago. They did play Atlanta, so they have you know put themselves in a good a good position with them. Um, but you know right now I would say it's it's a long shot. Um, it's certainly uh, certainly not, and especially with their with their upcoming games. And in case you want to know their upcoming games, they have Columbus, New England, and uh, Montreal. And I looked at that really looked at that really quickly, and I do not know if which one's home, which one's away. Um, but I can check. <laughs> uh, so they have uh, Columbus yeah, at home. Uh, so it's uh, home home for Columbus, away at New England, and home for at Audi. And producer Brian just mentioned that the Montreal home game. Montreal home game. Did we lose you, John? No, I'm here. No, I'm here. I, we just we just we crossed the streams. I was just saying that producer Brian said that uh, the Montreal game is going to be clutch because they're the only team somewhat somewhat close to the line there um, as, as it goes. So we're going to be scoreboard watching. It's funny how two wins <laughs> goes go has you being from I am I am somewhat dispassioned and not giving a, giving much of a, a a thought to the rest of the league, and now I'm like all right. So, what is Chicago? What does the rest of Chicago's and Inter Miami's schedule look like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to let them pull that up. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the time right now to to figure it out unless you unless you want to. But I I think it is I think it is worth talking about that even if this team doesn't make the playoffs, at the very least, I am not leaving this. This, this does not feel like this year does not feel like this. Almost actually feels a little bit like. 2017 as far as bad years um and that came with big signings that came with the paul Ariola. that came with the um 
Russell Knauss and, you know, to a lesser extent, Zoltan Stieber. But that was sort of the, the big signing. And you notice there was sort of a turnaround. The, the team at least looked a little bit better on the field. There, there was some, 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 some optimism that things could be better. Uh, this year also has a little bit of, uh, of 2010 in it, um, that it, you now have three young players who have made, made an impact. You have Moses Nyman, who looked really well in the past two games. He looks like he, he he is on an upward trajectory at age 16, which is crazy to think about. You have Griffin Yao, who, of course, has a goal. Uh, you know, we'd like to see him maybe make a couple more steps sort of up and, and maybe be a little bit more impactful. Um, and it's almost like you, you sort of stop, like, it, this year's almost been for these young guys, it's been like, we're all wondering about Donovan Pines, and he suddenly is out there playing, you know, due to injury, mind you. We know we start wondering, oh, maybe Griffin Yao is no longer, you know, really in the plans. He's not making an appearance. He goes out as a substitute appearance against uh, against TFC and scores a goal. Um, and uh, so, you know, you look at you you look at all that, and then you look at uh, Kevin Paredes, who also his stock was sort of a little bit down, I think, compared to those two, to Nyman and to and to uh, to Yao. And he goes and he gets an amazing assist and a goal. Uh, or sorry, an amazing assist and 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 really contributes to to this team winning games. So, I you know I look twenty ten. They had Nahar and Hamid. Now we have Nyman, we have Pines, and we we have Paredes sort of making that sort of big step. Um, I think, and that's that's absolutely crucial. Um, these guys are out there contributing. They're contributing goals. They're contributing plays. Uh, they're they're getting gain, gain, uh, meaningful minutes. I think there are a lot of coaches that would watch DC right now, those that maybe are thinking about the job, maybe they hadn't even considered it, that are thinking about the job and thinking, hmm, I can make something out of this team. You know, maybe we make a couple of signings here or there, but I can make something out of this team. So, and, and that, and quite frankly, a month ago, I was not thinking that. I was thinking, this is this is terrible. This is like, who would want to who would want to come coach here? Who would want to be here to coach this team? They look so bad. They look so, so completely out of it. Um, so, so yeah. That's my that's my long winded conversation. Pines is getting Pines is getting about a half of a season. Yeah, uh, he's gonna have he's gonna have way more minutes than he's had at any point during uh, the last year. So uh, that alone is great. They're sort of low pressure minutes too, which is which is good. Um, Producer Brian has done us a favor here and looked at the remaining schedules for the teams above us. Miami has Dallas, Toronto, and Cincy, which is a pretty pretty easy glide path for Miami. Um, Toronto, who I believe lost five to nothing to Philly this weekend, four nothing, five nothing. It was very bad. It was embarrassing and bad. Um, Chicago has Philly, Nashville, Minnesota, New York City FC. Um, so aside from Philly, I would say pretty medium. Uh, and Atlanta has Orlando, Cincy, and Columbus. So Cincy being the the commonality there between Miami and Atlanta. Um, uh, honestly, looking at those schedules, that those those are about. Though every team has, I would say, I would say DC probably has the toughest. Yeah. If you're if you're looking at that, everybody because because Miami has Cincy, um, Chicago has Chicago has a pretty tough road ahead. Minnesota, Nashville's, you know, they're they're sort of coming coming around really nicely. Philly's obviously the the class right now of the of the East, um, and then NYCFC um, are are maybe the one struggling team, but they're still kind of alive in that in that playoff hunt. Um, as I look at the standings, yes, they're actually fifth in the league, which is which is kind of surprising to me. Um, or fifth in the East, I should say. Uh, then you look at Orlando. Atlanta has Orlando, Cincy. Obviously, Cincy's the the dud, and, and Columbus. I'm not. 
I'm not so worried about, I guess, Atlanta, not just because we beat them, but because they, they look like they're in trouble and they look like they're just riding out this year. Um, and then Montreal has Nashville, Orlando, and, and DC. So that's kind of an even, an even spread there. Um, so, you know, any, anything, uh, anything can happen. Um, any, anything can certainly, can certainly happen. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting end of the season. Let's see. And I'm curious what they're, so they have other uh, play Wednesday, which is a little surprising. And then they have Sunday and Sunday. So decision day. Um, so yeah, uh, I believe we have the phone lines open so people can call in if they have any yeah, thoughts so about just, the team. Just to preview on Columbus. So Columbus is playing, uh, much better at home than they are away. They're two, three and five, uh, for the season away. Um, but they are on 35 points. They do have 10 wins. Uh, they have had a somewhat uneven last few games with a win, I think one win in their last five uh, against New York City FC. Uh, so it's a team that we're probably getting at the right point. They were they were they were killing it at the beginning of the season. A little bit more inconsistent results now. I don't have. Again, I've only recently started to care about the rest of the league since we've now won more than one game. So <laughs> now my uh, I have to go back to school and start paying attention again. Um, but I think that. There's a, this is this is this is a chance. I think be, much better of a chance than against Philadelphia, who is more a more comprehensive team and complete, which is wild to say. Seeing them at the top of 41 points is strange. It's just uh, my <laughs> brain is not wired for them to be as as good as they've been. Um, so, and Toronto is Toronto has overall had a good season, and they just completely fell apart against Philly. So yeah. that might tell you how um, how put together Philly is, it, and how they might be the team to look for for. It, it was almost a statement win because I mean, Toronto FC did benefit that first half, that first phase of the return because they stayed in Canada, right, and just swapped home in ways with with Vancouver and Montreal. Um, so, and right now you know Montreal's ninth in the East, and you know Vancouver is seventh. Wow, they're actually in a playoff spot. That's that's interesting. I would I would not have actually called that. So. Uh, what wasn't as bad. I usually look for like I usually look for Vancouver right there at the bottom. Um, but uh, but but I mean from 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 that perspective. Uh, uh, by the way, do you, should we talk about the the whole supporter shield kerfuffle? I'm just about the, to bring it up. Yeah, you're just about to bring it up. Um, so if you uh, if you don't know the news, uh, the I guess the supporters independent supporters council, which um, which has the uh, which has the supporter shield and, and they give it out every year, um, tweeted out that they would not be, they said while consulting with other people, they do not feel they can award the, um, the supporter shield and which and I agree with that, by the way, I, I think, I think that's I, a fair thing with this schedule. I, I completely disagree. Who cares? Okay. Who, who, who cares what the schedule is? Award it. Well, everybody's playing. Everybody's, but if it's, Look, MLS is, is going to have an uneven schedule. Right now, it doesn't even mean anything because I think I don't know. If I did. I think the MLS's back tournament got the Concacaf Champions League shield. Who cares? Award it. Put an asterisk next to it. Do whatever. And the way what the way they handled it was really bad. Is like every other supporter who's sort of a part of this council who sort of is supposed to have a say in kind of how this thing goes was like we didn't we weren't notified about this. Like it was basically a group of like five people who made this decision. So to to not ask the supporters to not go to them first. They might have actually gotten their way. They might if they went to them and said, "Look, you know, what do you think? You know, here's my thoughts." You know, they might have actually gotten their way. But in my, you know, my opinion, it's 
it's still a part of a trophy. And yes, it's weird. This year is weird, but just just go ahead and award the thing. Like you know, it's it's fine. It, it's all good. You know, maybe it's because my team has no chance of winning it that like you know I don't have to defend it so to speak. But I mean, I, I think it's fine. I, I think it's fine to award it. And I think they made a mistake in the way they handled it. And and not I would have said no, just award it. You know, go do it. So I understand what you're saying, John, that it's, you know, the year and everything, but we're already going to have an MLS Cup champion that's going to be yeah. scrutinized as well. So what, what's the problem that's with fine, adding? The only, thing that, the only thing that's different about the awarding the MLS Cup is that the, you're expanding the playoff field. They're still going to have to go through a tournament, a knockout tournament, a small knockout tournament at the end of the year to get the trophy. If we're talking about the Supporters' Shield, it's about, it's about who's the top, who has the most points, who's the, who's the best team in the league. And you have you have teams like Colorado that are going to play like five less games or four less games. So that's 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 a a trophy that relies upon equitable scheduling and points. The other one doesn't as much because it's about who who made it in, and then whoever whoever's the best out of the, whoever wins of the people who made it in get the trophy. That's why I would say it's different. I get the idea that who cares doesn't really matter, but. It has to. It, I mean, it does matter, or we should just stop giving it. Like I, I, that's that's. I mean, it's doesn't really matter because they've been on both sides of it here. And, does does it lessen it? Out, so. Does it lessen it to award it this year? Like, does it lessen it overall? Like down the road to award it this year is like. I mean, because I still I don't think it lessens. I guess maybe that's more where I'm coming from. Is like it doesn't lessen it in my opinion to award it this year. I mean, it's 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 already under question because of the the season and everything. Um. But, uh, but I would not give it. Yeah. Okay. Luckily, neither of us are on ISC. Yeah. <laughs> None of us are a part of that. So it will be awarded. It'll probably go to Philly. And honestly, I won't be able to argue that they aren't the best team in the league, to be honest, because I think they are a very, very good team and something that DC should aspire to be because we don't want to spend. I money. just forgot until now that we are both on camera now all the time as I started to scratch my tattoo and then also go close my door. Which I can usually do when you're talking because uh, it doesn't switch over. <laughs> so I've got to change my ways. I've got to be much more uh, physically disciplined. Yeah. I got to not. I got to make sure I'm not tubing it. Yeah. So to speak. Yep. Um, hey, let's talk Mesut Ozil rumors. Why not? Sure. <laughs> uh, sure. So yes. Let's do that. So uh, I guess another sort of Mesut Ozil is apparently out of contract. BBC had like a Sun report about how DC's still in the running. Uh, apparently it's unlikely to happen, but who cares? Uh, this is a, this is a fan show, so we can, we can, I feel like we can talk about it. Um, we can. what do you like, uh, how do you feel knowing this team and how this year has gone? I feel like I always have this where I'm like, it's more like an exception about like, oh, you know, we're just gonna, you know, we're, we're gonna do something different. We're going to, you know, develop young players we're going to go in and and you know we're gonna be a small we're gonna you know be on the budget but we're gonna you know develop some great players and sell them and then maybe 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 then we can talk about um uh maybe then we could talk about you know about going for something big like a like a mesodozil signing um so uh you know i i look at this move I think I look at that, and I said it the same as the Rooney signing. It, people were people were there were a lot of people that did not like the Rooney signing when it happened. They thought, "Oh, this is bad. This is awful." You know, you you have uh, you know you have a lot of the pundits saying, "Oh, you know, he doesn't have the legs. He didn't have the energy. He came here and he, and he wanted to play." And that's really when, when you're a player of a high high skill level like a Mesut Ozil, 
like uh, Steven Gerrard, like a Wayne Rooney when, when they came over here. Um, it really, I think it comes down to how it, oh, you, you have the skill, you have the talent. Steven Gerrard had the talent to, to rip up MLS if he wanted to. He didn't have the drive to actually do it. You know, David Villa wanted to be here. He, he showed he wanted to be here and he, and he scored a lot of goals. It really does come down to how badly do you want to be here? And I think there are legitimate questions if Mezzanozil does come here, whether he does have the, the drive and the willingness and, and, and doesn't want to be lazy. But I don't doubt that his skill level, and I think if 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 the opportunity is there and the owners can afford it, and you know I think they should do it, go out get him, sign him. I think it would be a, a big story. It would be a, a statement move, and it would be fun to watch. Probably, maybe I don't know, fun to watch regardless of what happens. But I think we'd still see some fun, some fun moments. So I I feel like there has never been a player who has been branded lazy who has uh, changed people's minds on that. Yeah, I feel like it's indelible. And once people once people call you lazy, once people call you unmotivated, it's it. It's over. Um, it's just it's just on you. The stink does not get off. Um, he has this has now followed him for a while now. The thing that made Rooney so successful, you were talking about that. I think uh, Mark Rickling uh, responded on Twitter like the difference is we were concerned if Wayne had the legs. Wayne then proved he had the legs. Mesut Ozil unlikely to disprove the fact that. Uh, the I mean they're paying him. Arsenal's paying him more money than any. I think he's the highest wage on the team. And producer Brian could back me up here or let me know. And uh, they're just content to let him play for the U23s all year. And like, why? What what could he be doing so poorly? How how much <laughs> how much could uh, he? How what is he? Is he disruptive in training? Probably not. Like what is what is he doing that Mikel Arteta is like? I don't want to see your face. I don't care. We're just going to keep paying you. We're going to try to break your soul so you leave, but I don't want to see you. Like, I just, that's a warning sign to me. I don't care. I don't care about the other elements of it. I would prefer to not sign a player that has been ostracized out of his out of his team uh, for reasons that are not publicly known. That's not for performance. So then what is it? And I'm, it makes me kind of wary. Unless I get free coffee for life. You know, I'm worried about those things too, but I get it. Go I get it. it. It would be also exciting. Yeah. I, guess I, I do get that. I just think we, there, I think we can maybe do that. I, unless there's a major development from Stephen Goff or from um, uh, from Pablo Maurer, um, I, I very much doubt that. Uh, <laughs> I very 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 much doubt that that we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see any type of move like you know like like you said, Goff has said pretty clearly it's it's money. Uh, money's a big thing. Um, though I don't know, maybe if. Uh, Maybe if you look at the fact that DC would maybe Arsenal's like you know what just we don't want to pay his salary anymore so we're gonna let him walk on a free you know you know we're not gonna take you know we're not gonna try to get any loss from it that would be the only way I could see potentially potentially definitely Arsenal will say please go tear up the rest of your contract absolutely the challenge is gonna be that Brian said he's on three hundred fifty thousand dollars or pounds a week. So clearly he's not worth that. No one else is going to pay him that anywhere else that, or I probably even half that now based on the last year and a half he's had. Uh, but that the question is like, it won't be a transfer fee, but we're going to definitely set a record for wages. What Wayne Rooney's wages will be uh, no good. Yeah. Um, deadline, by the way, I think the acquisition deadline uh, is Thursday. So we'll see what type of moves 
what type of moves might happen uh, for this year. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see. Is there see, expansion uh, coming this year? Yes, there is. There's going to be Austin, I think. That's right. Austin's coming so next another, year. I, I was getting confused because I've been following NWSL stuff the last couple of days where big trades are happening because of the, the pending um, expansion and then like multiple years in a row of expansion coming, which is annoying as a spirit, as a person following the spirit now, I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want you to take anybody. <laughs> Crystal Dunn, our, Crystal our, Dunn our traded Dawn. traded to Portland. I think that was the big move of the day. Yeah. Former former Washington Spirit player Crystal Dunn. I used to love. Who's now going to play forward supposedly, or at least has asked to play forward? It says, "I don't want to play left back anymore. <laughs> Please <laughs> let me go score goals." <laughs> maybe that was part of the trade. Maybe she, maybe that was part of the guarantee there. Um, Keller Harris still. I think that's still like not happening yet i i very much doubt it happened it seems like the spirit are like well yeah sure we'll take her but i mean we're not gonna trade <laughs> we're not gonna give you like everything for her um so uh we'll we'll see what happens there maybe maybe they just write out her like contract or something and then they're like all right yeah we'll we'll sign you um, and uh, one more spirit note that uh we've got three spirit players in the u.s women's national team camp ashley sanchez making her first camp um ashley hatch is playing, and I believe Aubrey Bledsoe is also playing. So yeah. that's uh, that's great. That's good. Think, uh, good to Bledsoe, see. Bledsoe's it, been knocking on that door for a while. The problem is just that there's so much talent there. Like yeah. it's just very, it's very challenging to take that spot. And it's more, it is more related to the fact that the reason I, I mean, I would say Sanchez of those players, Sanchez is probably the most likely to you know, love Ashley Hatch. But there's so, oh, like you sure. said, there's so much talent. In that team, uh, I would say Sanchez is probably the only player that you would expect to sort of stick around. Um, but a lot of it is because a lot of the players, some of the players are in Europe and traveling is a pain right now uh, because of the because of the pandemic. So um, it's a lot it's of like the January. It's like the January camp where Clyde Sims was called up. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like that. Exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, for trying to be, who was like Pontius was like a perennial like January camp type person. Burnbaum. Yeah, Burnbaum. Well, Klinsman loved Burnbaum. This is one thing he yeah. he he loved Burnbaum. He he played him, started him like constantly, and then as soon as Klinsman left, he was like, "No more call-ups." Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think that's I think that's a I yeah, think that's a pretty good that's probably rundown sure. of uh, the DC sports landscape here in the last yeah. in the last week and a half. Wednesday's game is going to be big. Yeah, I think if I think if they can beat if they can beat Columbus then it's not so insane for us to keep talking about the playoffs. And again, we're not we're not unrealistic about this. It doesn't mean anything, but it would be nice. Like why would we not want to be in the playoffs? I, I think you gotta look at seven seven points at the least to be somewhat of a good chance. And I'd have to go look at the good old sports club stats to see like what I don't know if you guys know that site. It's a great site if you want to talk playoff chances. I'm curious now if I can delay a little bit, I can, I can, I want to, I'm curious what the, uh, they have it up, like what, cause they have that little, like, what if scenario. So you can like, they, t- they show you like the number of wins and you can, um, and you can, I can see. see seven points. I could see, I could see a, a shock one against Columbus. I can see a draw against New England. I could see a win against Montreal on decision day. I can see that happening. All right. They're not, they're, they're not, they're not set up at all for, um, for the for the year they're still acting like this team is going to play like 30 <laughs> like uh this team they're still acting like this team is going to play like 30 some games this year so they, they are not set up um they're not set up for this year um based based on what i can see in fact Never i think I, I think no one's no one's actually touched this since like the beginning of the season well they still haven't met three points so um fair, fair sports enough. sports club stats has failed me this time so 
they will not be a sponsor of the show. No, not at all. All right, folks. Uh, well, that'll do, I think I'll do it for the show. Uh, thank you all so, so much for tuning in, listening. Uh, RFKRefugees.com. We have been bad about the blog. We need to get back to writing, you I think. What? We'll get on it. Think about the offseason. We've got nothing to do but write, a, write about this team. <laughs> write about this team. Talk, talk, about, talk about the good things. We'll have the coaching, I'm sure. We'll have a emergency podcast. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, everybody, uh, remember to go out and vote. If you haven't voted already, do it. Go vote. Um, Wherever you find find your early voting location, do it. Do it in person. Do it with a mask on, please. Be safe. And uh, we will catch you guys uh, next week. Vamos. Vamos.